When I was working in Lagos, Nigeria, I built a clinic for the very poor people and got money from different uh, embassies. That was the usual way in which you got money. Got some from the Irish embassy, some from the British embassy. So when it was opened, I invited some of the diplomats to come for the blessing and the opening. And the lady from the British embassy um, gave this reflection and she attributed it to Nelson Mandela when he was giving his inauguration speech and that has been disputed since, but it is still something that I think is very relevant. And uh, when I reflected on it, I think it sums up the gospel message. <clears throat> so it, this is it. Our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Play, your playing small does not serve the world. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And that is exactly what is happening in the gospel. The deepest fear of the people is that they were being offered something powerful beyond measure. Because Jesus Christ was one of them. Oh, this is very loud. Jesus Christ was one of them. He was a laborer. He made tables, he made chairs. And obviously we all know that he was called away uh, to join John the Baptist in John the Baptist's mission. And it was when he was baptized by John the Baptist in the River Jordan, something special happened to him. He had a special revelation, summed up uh, beautifully, and you are my beloved child, in you I am well pleased. And that is something that determined his whole life. He never met a leper, he never met a blind, he never met a woman of ill repute. He only met God's beloved children. That is all he saw. That is all he experienced after that. And that is what he lived by, that he is God's beloved and everybody encountered is God's beloved as well. And it's, uh, he began then, his, when John the Baptist died, was executed, he began his own ministry based on that core identity of belovedness. And then he, he began to begin his own ministry. And uh, he was powerful in word and in deed. And the Old Testament talks about a messenger of God. It is somebody who is powerful in word and deed. He not only spoke the words of belovedness, but by his miracles and by his healing and by his exorcisms, he was able to manifest that, free people from what was oppressing them, bringing peace and healing and forgiveness into people's lives. So he'd become, you could say, not somebody different from when he was a carpenter, but somebody who became complete. He became who God wanted him to be. He came to completion in his ministry. And as he went about preaching and teaching, he was acclaimed by many. 
But then he came to his home village, to his hometown, and they took offense at him. And this is very symptomatic of people who live out of their brokenness rather than out of their belovedness. They think small. They act small. You could call them, and we all know them, the great reducers in life. They reduce people to their understanding of them. They reduce people to their faults and failings. And they keep reducing and reducing and reducing as if they were God Almighty themselves. They took offense at him. In another gospel, they said they wanted to stone him to death. They could not in any way see what Jesus saw in them and what God saw in them. They couldn't see that they are beloved. They couldn't see that they are powerful beyond measure. Instead, they focused on the brokenness in themselves and the brokenness of other people. They couldn't see that every human being is a mystery. No matter what you know about anyone, it is limited. People are, a beautiful term, unfinished symphonies. And even our opinion of somebody is very conditioned. People are a mystery. They are more than what we think of them. They are more than what we experience of them. And we must constantly, constantly come back to trying to discover our own belovedness the gift that God offers to each one of us constantly. That is our innermost identity, is that I am God's beloved child in whom God is well pleased. So let us remember this quotation, that we are powerful beyond measure. Our greatest fear is not our weakness. Our greatest fear is our strength. And let us try and put that into practice at all times. Jesus failed in his ministry with the people in his hometown because there was no openness to what he wanted to offer them. It is so sad. They could have become a beautiful town or village if they had followed the words of Jesus. They could have created a beautiful place to live in. Instead, they chased Jesus away and turned back into their brokenness, turned back into their anger, turned back into their bitterness, and rejected something that would give life and life in its fullness.